Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, it's D. It's a brand new episode coming right for you, right on the FTO Network. Enjoy. All right, we weren't recording properly. I had to, had to fix that. Can't have that happening. Not again. <laughs> that happened the first time I was trying to use this app, and it did not work out in my favor. I had to restart the whole episode, had to capture that energy I did for the first time. It was not satisfying whatsoever. Uh, good news, though. I did decide that Wednesday is going to be the day I'm going to do this. If it doesn't come on Wednesday, it'll come, like, you know, a few days after, I assume. But, like, Wednesday is the day I'm going to shoot for. Friday is the day for Blurred News. Uh, Saturday and Sunday is the day for uh, Comic Point. I'm just I'm trying to get a schedule for myself. If it works, it works. <laughs> if it doesn't, it, <laughs> that is what it is. <laughs> uh, I hope you guys are doing well. It's uh, Wednesday, or technically Thursday, today I'm recording this, 2 a.m. in the morning, late owl. So you got to listen to this in the a.m., knowing that like, it, was, it was played by the cool breeze of the nighttime. Just leaving the gym, and uh, it wasn't a bad go. My breathing is getting better. My lungs are feeling stronger. I did have a whole cake before I came here, though. So that may have something to do with it. Like, you know, the sugar. I can feel it in my teeth right now. So I should probably stop eating so much cake. But it's birthday cake. And it's not like that I have it all the time. If you hear me rustling right now, I'm fucking, fucking, fixing around with the microphone. That, that didn't count as a swear. That's not my, my only F-bomb of the show. So <laughs> know that. <laughs> Uh, if you're new to the show, welcome. Got some interviews coming up here pretty soon. Um, a prominent uh, filmmaker just started out doing a lot of work. Uh, Rose, uh, Kirby, Kirby. Mm. See, this is this is I'm bad with names, and like uh, I feel like I'm gonna hear a DM about me saying her name wrong inside of this podcast. And I'm trying to get a uh, King Pack on the show, so let's see how that goes. Fingers crossed on that, because that's been trying to go for a while now, and I've been dropping a ball on that dude for a good minute, so there's that. But we got a lot of news this week, lots of stuff to catch up on, so let's, uh, let's get to it. If you guys haven't been, like, been following the news, it's been like a pretty up and down, kind of like, you know, week for news. So, uh, like, there, there's more, like, low-grade TV stuff, like, stuff that TV coming in the future news. 
And I get like it's the summertime, so like that's that's the best time to promote the TV stuff. But like, there's not as much movie news. And I guess like it's because the, the blockbuster seasons right now. So like, you don't want to compete, confusing people with uh, new movies when the blockbusters are here right now. Because like, what's the point, right? Everyone talking about Thor, God and Thunder, even if they don't like it, they're talking about it. And that's what you really want from a blockbuster. You got Top Gun. People are talking about that. When it comes to TV shows, people are talking about Stranger Things. And like, we're, we're going to talk about the Emmys this, this episode, too. Not extensively, but we're going to talk about it. First up, we got uh, Danielle Deadweiler to star alongside brothers Aldous and Edwin Hodge in science fiction thriller Parallel. This is about like, uh, uh, a mother who lost her kid uh, going on a vacation with her husband, her brother-in-law, and they see a parallel universe. That's the story behind this. It sounds pretty interesting. I'm uh, interested in seeing this, actually. It's, uh, I love sci-fi. I'm a big fan of sci-fi. And, you know, as we talked about before on this uh, podcast, parallel universes, alternate timelines, time travels, uh, that is my that is my go-to. Multiverse, omniverse, whoo-wee. I tell you, that's, uh, that's a siren song in my ear right there. You, you talk about, like, the, the multiverse. That's, like, whispering sweet nothings in my ear. Absolutely. But uh, this seems like a good flick. I wouldn't mind going to see this, uh, even in theaters, mind you. So, uh, next up, we got the uh, DeWanda Wise joins Danny DeVito, uh, Ariana DeBose, and more in Chris Pine's directorial debut, debut, Pool Man. I know nothing about this film. Nothing has really been given away about it. I think like, there is a synopsis, but I haven't really read all the way through it because I want to see more before I start talking about this. But uh, I saw this. I saw like, uh, DeWanda, DeWise, DeWanda Wise part of it. I'm like, you know what? All right. And Chris Pine, first movie, all right. He's one of the good Chris's, mind you. So, yeah, I'm in. I'm in for it. I'm in for watching this. Uh, Mike Epps joins Sony Marvel film Madam Web with Dakota Johnson, Sidney Sweeney, and Emma Roberts. We don't know who he's going to be. We don't know how the story's going to be in Madam Web. We don't know if Madam Web's going to be young. I mean, like, she clearly going to be young. She's going to be, like, be playing by Isabella uh, Mercade. So, I mean, there's that. But we don't know what my what, what her story is. It is like an origin or her being young to become like the older Madam Web. Like she's like a multiverse character. Like well, I don't know how they're gonna approach this. And what is Mike Epps' role in this? Like he's a part of the crew. Like so he, he he's gonna be funny. I mean that goes without saying. But like what kind of role is he gonna be playing? Is he gonna be the Prowler? Is he gonna be like one of like Spider Man's antagonists? Is he gonna be like a Madam Web antagonist? Like is he gonna be a protagonist? What's the story? I don't know. I need more. I need to know more about this. I'm gonna keep on hyping it up until you tell me more, Sony. I'm here for it. Uh, God of War, Ragnarok, confirms release date with new trailer. I think the release date is November 9th. I think that's the date. No, November 9th is for the next door. I think this, this one comes out, uh, who, I forget what it comes out. I think it's like August, perhaps. I forget. Let me see if I can find it up before I get to that point because... Because I'm really, like, you know, it's God of War. And I've been talking about God of War in this podcast for I don't know how long now. Like, long enough for you guys to probably be annoyed with me talking about God of War, such a perfect on the date. No, the date's November 9th. That's it. That was wrong. Yeah, that's it. November 9th. All right. All right. So, I guess it's, it's the, the day before the next story. And the next story is Skull and Bones will finally launch on November 8th, 2022. After years of delay, Ubisoft has confirmed that the pirate game Skull and Bones will finally launch on November 8th, 2022. So... <laughs> You know, it's, it's funny. I, I laughed at this, and I know I kind of like breeze over God of God of War story, but the, I'm, I'm laughing at the Skull and Bone story simply because, <laughs> um, 
this has been pushed back a lot from what I've read about this game. And it's Ubisoft, like one of the biggest names in the gaming industry. And uh, they pushed it back. I, I learned with games that games are pushed back or delayed simply because they want to fix all the bugs that could possibly be wrong with the game. So that means like the producer or like, you know, developers of the game believe in this game enough and want to put more money into the game for developers to tweak and better the game. So when people want to play it, so they push it back to make it better. And like unlike films, like where they gotta add more footage to a film because like it may not be as good as they think it's gonna be. It's a different different thing with, when it comes to video games. And when this, with this game being pushed back as much as it has, and coming out the day before God of War, I can't I can't say that's the best course of action. Although like you know like these these news for these like drops did like drop within the same week. So for all we know, Skull and Bone could be changed that date again. Like I'm just saying. I, I don't know what the gameplay is going to be like. I know it's like it's an open world pirate game, which is original in itself, when you think about it. Yeah, it's kind of like a No Man's Sky pirates, you know what I mean? So, I mean, that could be the, the basis. It could be like, you know, an onboard, offboard kind of game. Like, you know, like a Kingdom Hearts, let's fly in galaxy, shoot things, blow things up, then get off on land and defeat some creatures or, or, or antagonists like uh, Assassin's Creed. I don't know. I don't know. It could be whatever. Who knows? I, I really should probably get uh, Anton Six from Cheesy Controller on here to talk about this. They were talking about God of War on there for a while, on their podcast, Cheesy Controller. If you guys want to check it out, I'll put it in the show notes for this episode. But uh, they were talking about the God of War game. They are talking about the Mega Man game as well. And uh, he hit me up in DMs asking me if, he wants to, if I want to do like a collab with him talking about the video games that's out there to help you guys better understand the games that I may lack in. And I, I, I probably should take him up on that. I should probably I should probably give him an episode of, uh, of Blurred News. And, uh, or whatever we're calling this, this FTO podcast, I guess what we're calling it, FTO podcast, and I uh, talk about the video games that are out there, because uh, he, he knows more than in and outs, he's more of a enthusiast when it comes to this than I am, like, I, I know about it, simply because, like, I know about it, but, like, you know, the culture, the, the livelihoods, uh, the, the way the developers and creators think, I'm not as, as thorough when it comes to those things, mostly because, like, it doesn't really pertain to me as much as it probably could or should to many of you out there, so, yeah. Uh, next up is gonna be... Screw it. Yeah. Uh, National Treasure, Edge of History, as Catherine Zeta-Jones. Uh, apparently Catherine Zeta-Jones has been attached to this from the beginning, but, like, I just now heard about it, so it's news to me. <laughs> uh, the series, the series which is coming to Disney Plus is a continuation of the National Treasure franchise, which followed Nicolas Cage as treasure hunter Ben Gates. Now, Nicolas Cage may or may not be in this. If it's anything like, like other adaptations of uh, continuations of a story from a film or a video game or TV show, you do sometimes see the original characters show up inside of those franchises, like TV shows or whatever kind of adaptation they create. Uh, case in point, Limitless. Limitless had a... Damn. Just, Bradley Cooper attached to it, and then Bradley Cooper uh, created a TV show. Like He was one of the producers of the TV show, and he made a cameo in the first episode, like talking to like talking to the main character, talking about like your life is gonna change. You took this pill, I took this pill. Never, you're gonna be smarter. And, like you gotta keep on taking this pill. But plot twist: you work for the CIA. Like it turned out to be a cop show. Like and that that killed it for me. To be honest with you, I didn't want to see that. Like not at all. If they had done like something maybe more along the lines of um, uh, altruistic kind of person, like I guess I guess more superhero based kind of show, like how Arrow was. Maybe that would have changed my opinion on it, but you know, like uh, if the boys and Jupiter Legacy thought of anything, uh, that superheroes don't really exist 
inside this world. People don't help anybody, just help them out. Because they're selfless and narcissistic. So, <laughs> I guess they're sad. <laughs> it's whatever, though. Like, I always, always want to watch a show of a person who becomes, like, intelligent uh, in our time, in our world, and start bettering things, like the way that uh, scientists or uh, experts in the fields of things that, that can improve upon things like economics or agriculture or uh, aeronautics or, like, all those different things. Like, like, a way that we can better improve our lives like, in the spectrum of, like, everyday kind of Joe kind of stuff, or Joe, like, kind of situation, and just, you know, put that out on the forefront, and see how that will work, and make a show about that, but make it entertaining, make, like, the antagonist being, like, you know, I guess the white supremacist, that'd be, like, the best, the best antagonist, because that's what it was for Captain Planet, they were just, you know, white supremacist capitalists, who wanted to make money for themselves, and the planeteers were just, like, you know, be oppressed, Probably one of the, one of the best analogs for the deal press and marginalized ever for any like spectrum of a TV show. Like it's Captain Planet. Like in, in my general opinion, like yeah. So I want to see more stuff like that. Like, but like you know, don't make it hokey. If you're gonna, if you, if, you, if anyone who's an executive or producer listening to my show right now, you hear this idea, like hey, it's a pretty good idea. I'll make a TV show out of this. Don't make it hokey. Make it interesting. Like at least do me that satisfaction. To make it at least, like, you know, moderately interesting. Put, like, you know, uh, a turncoat, uh, a super agent from, you know, the, the the capitalistic front. Like, oh, my goodness, this guy's actually want to do X, Y, and Z. We got to stop him all costs. And we got like, a guy on our side taking those pills, too, but he's an antagonist. Like, let's do stuff like that. Come on. Come on. Let's go on. Like, it's what, like you can't have, like, the plus or the minus. You can't. You just can't. Uh, <laughs> next up is HBO Max's Legion of Superheroes show gets a script. So, Brian Michael Bendis uh, shared an exciting update on his Instagram, confirming the script for HBO Max series being on, being worked on. This is the third script that they've um, tried and worked on, and uh, apparently they're happy with it, and it's getting a green light. Now, I'm, I'm really, mm, I'm a big fan of Legion Superheroes. Not as big of a fan as I could be, but, like, the way that they, the, the, for those of you who don't know what Legion Superhero is, Legion Superheroes are just like a group of heroes in like the far future, 31st century, where all like the, everyone that you would see right now as a sidekick is the main superhero. There is no Justice League, there's only the Legion Superheroes, but they're all teenagers. And like, you know, the heightness of intelligence and like the heightness of uh, maturity and self-awareness has like, you know, grown upon itself and like the teenagers are taking the forefront and like they, they call the shots. They have the infrastructure. They have like, like the... The, the platform to like to to better the world, so to speak, and they use it, and they're like they're they're pretty honorable with it. Get the full full backing of the president of the world, and like you know uh, other leaders of different nations, like in like they they are backed by those those organizations, and it's really come with they do a pretty good job, pretty substantial. Like like uh, business just wrote some riffs inside of the Legion, and it worked itself out pretty well, even during official state. It worked pretty well. It, it wasn't it wasn't overbearing. It did leave you uh, wanting more to the imagination of the Legion superheroes, and it, it left you wanting more um, unity in that story, and like wanted to see how a group of people who were so unified in like bettering the universe got torn apart. And I, I hope we see some of that nuance inside of this story. I hope it's not like just like a carbon copy of Titans, 
where we see characters uh, running around trying to find themselves the entire time, with one person being like the catalyst to bring them all together. I don't really want to see that the entire time. I want to see like you know superheroism. I want to see characters like actually do superhero stuff, being established, having like their 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 stuff together, being able to unify themselves as a team, or have like you know to get a flashback to see how they they fall as a team or like unify as a team, because that's getting old. That's like it's getting tropey, like really quick. <laughs> Uh, next up, we have Reservation Dogs. Season, season 2 returns to Hulu in August. Woohoo! Now, I am big about this show. I had, to, I had to stop watching it around episode 4 and 5 because I thought it was going to get canceled because it was so good. I thought, like, okay, they can't keep this going because it's like, this is a good show. It's on FX. It's not going to keep on going. I'm like, get out of here. Like, seriously. Like, there's no chance the show's going to keep on going strong. How wrong I was. <laughs> not only did they get, like, Get a second season. It also got like an uh, Emmy. So hell yeah. I'm so glad this show is going strong because so good. Uh, the synopsis or the article that I got this from, which is from IndieWire, is season two FX on Hulu series premieres with two back-to-back episodes on Wednesday, August 3rd. With series critical creator uh, Taika Watiti and Sterling Harjo. Picks up with the teens, foursome positioning for their move to California. They're never going to California. I mean, come on, let's be real with each other. They're never going to California. Like, unless one of them passes away, like, they're not going to California. I hate to say that about this story because, like, it's so good. These characters are fucking hilarious. Like, uh, they're, they're, they're hilarious, but, like, it has, like, such a realness to it, to its hilarium, because it's real. And, like, sometimes, like, you can't take life so serious, and, like, they don't take life that serious at times because, like, they're just, they're just kids. And,. Like, they, they, they see themselves, like, not as a marginalized group, but, like, you know, just, like, trying to, trying to live until tomorrow, essentially. Just uh, get the hell out of this place so we can go make some real money and, like, live our lives the way we want to live our lives. And, like, and that, it plays off well. And I, I listen to, like, some podcasts, listen to some people talk about it in forums, like, about how, like, Awatiti from uh, the, the writer and creator of uh, the new Thor film, Ragnarok and Love of Thunder. Uh, he's inside, like, Our Flag Means Death. He's, uh, he's making a name a, a Predominant name for himself. He's also like a free guy, uh, which is like he and Ryan Reynolds reprise himself in the Green Lantern film. Like uh, he's making like a, a major name for himself, like especially like in all circles. I think he's also in Buzz Lightyear, Lightyear film. And like whether you like like his work or not, like he's uh, he's showing you things like in, in avenues that you may not even seen before. Like with uh, all the stuff that I just named out to you for one, and the fact that like you know he's a he's a wacky guy. He's he's a little out there. Um, funny-wise, like, uh, he, he doesn't, like, march to beats of uh, many people's drums, like, he's, uh, I know I use this word quite often, and, like, I, I use this word, like, you know, kind of flippantly sometimes, but he's kind of a genius when it comes, like, to his work, he really is, like, his, his work is, uh, like, in, in the guise of, of Issa Rae, if you want to think about it, like, of new age, like, creators who, uh, make names for themselves that people really, like, think that can really hold their own, like, I would say that he's in the same category as Issa Rae. I think his foundation will take time to build, but I think, like, he has, like, the same kind of, like, stride as Issa Rae does. So, like, uh, I can't wait for the season two. Uh, I hope to see Love and Thunder sometime in the future. I'm not going to see it because uh, Justice, or your nerd, is just going nuts about how much he dislikes this film. Uh, I loved Our Flag Mean Death. I thought it was hilarious. I thought, like, I can't wait for season two of that show because, like, the ending to it was, uh, it was heartbreaking. It wasn't like it wasn't like like wow. It was heartbreaking. It was a heartbreaking ending to Alpha Life Means Death. So definitely make sure you check out that show. It's on Netflix, I believe, or HBO Max. HBO Max, yeah. Keep saying Netflix for everything. Um, 
Jania Norman announces as, announced as new co-anchor for Good Morning America. She's going to be hanging out with uh, with Johnson and Ava Pilgrim. I have no idea who those two people are. But good on her. Good Morning America. Maybe I'll start watching Good Morning America. She's been around for a long time, apparently. Like, anchoring for a good while. So, very lovely woman. I'll achieve her credentials speak for herself. I, I do watch morning news sometimes. Like, sometimes, like, you just need that kind of, you know, faux joy in your life. And morning news gives you that. It's because people are just like, you know, what are they pretending to be happy or they really are happy? Uh, sometimes I need that. Sometimes, sometimes I need that. And, like, hopefully I can get that from watching this person tell me the news in the morning. Next up, we got Kernan Shipka from Sabrina. The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina returns to Riverdale in Season 6. Uh, CW has released the official synopsis for Riverdale Season 6, Episode 19, Chapter 114. The Witches of Riverdale is set to air Sunday, July 10th. Uh, clearly, that day has already came and gone because it's the 14th right now. So. It's out. <laughs> I think Hulu has it. I know the CW plays like, their shows afterwards, so that's something to look forward to. So make sure you check out um, the CW app. It could possibly be on Hulu. I'm not going to make any promises about that. I know CW is very tight-knit with their app, which they shouldn't be, because it's not... <sighs> if you guys are using the CW app, it is frustrating. Like, just make me pay you money to fix your app better, because, my goodness. So, yeah, it's on... The CW. I'm almost certain it's on CW right now. Almost certain of it. So if you like the Chilling Bridges of Sabrina and you like Riverdale or if you like one or the other, there you go. You got a good little, little crossover episode. So I watch the Sabrina show until like the musical episode. Like, I can't do this. <laughs> I am musicaled out. I've been watching TV shows since the 80s, man. Like, I, I, I've seen my fair share of musicals. I'm good. I'm, no offense to musicals. I do like them, but like when like you be mixing that and stuff like my my serious TV shows, like I gotta take a pause, like time out. I, I gotta no no no, we gotta take a little pause. So I did. So I did. Uh, Avery Duvernay returns to direct Queen Sugar final episode on OWN. This show's been going on for what seven seasons now? Good God! Queen Sugar creator and executive producer Avery Duvernay, uh, who directed the pilot, will return to direct the series finale episode. Production on the seventh season, seventh and final season has begun in and around New Orleans. Wow. This show has been going on for a while. And it's fucking dark. It's uh it, it's not like, you know, black trauma dark. It's more like um soap. Soap realism. Like, you know, like a soap drama. If I had to you know. It's kinda like how Grey's Anatomy is, but like with black people. Like, like, mostly exclusively by people. And it's interesting, like, to say the least. Like, it's, I, I can see why it lasted seven years. I really can. And uh, the story to it is really captivating. It, it's not my kind of show to watch on a regular. Like, neither is Grey's Anatomy, if I'm going to be completely honest. But uh, it's good. It really is. Like, uh, if you like shows like this, if you like, like the, the soapy drama shows where, like, it's kind of like a popcorn, eat, and, like, a tearjerker at the same time, definitely check out the show. It's definitely something that you would be very inclined to pick up and just watch and it's like binge all the way through really so if you have own i think it's on hulu don't quote me on that i don't want to open up my phone and see if it's on hulu or not but i think i think they show the repeat episodes on on hulu i'm almost certain uh i don't own has like their own app so there's that 
Keanu, Child of Wonder, animated series greenlit at HBO Max and Cartoon Network. Uh, HBO Max and Cartoon Network announces a 2D animation adaptation of Yanu Child of Wonder, a Dark Horse Comics Unique Studios graphic novel series heavily influenced by Yorubi people in Nigeria. The project will be financed and overseed by Black Home Animated Studio Lion Forge Animation. I just follow Lion Forge on Twitter. And I'm pretty sure a lot of you have seen Unique. If if you follow my page on Instagram, like you've almost most certainly seen Unique. They're like the light blue YN logos. I'm almost I'm almost certain if you follow me on Instagram, you have seen Unique ads promoted to you. I'm almost certain of it. And like this is a good win. This is a big win for them. Like I have like their own like show on HBO Max and the Curtain Network. Even if this doesn't do as well as they wanted to, like this is a big step. People are going to see this, like, and they're not going to stop. They're going to keep on going forward. So we're going to see more stories like this from, you know, African countries. Like, in, like- Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. For me, that's a that's a big bonus. Right on. We've been seeing like Scandinavian and French and German and like other stories like that have like European white-centric stories attached to it. And now we're going to see more African African country stories like attached to, like, to them on HBO and Cartoon Network. Like, Yes. Yes. I mean, I hope it's good. I really do. Like, uh, of, of all things being said, I hope it's good. But it's on Cartoon Network and HBO Max, so I don't think I'm a demographic for this story. But hopefully, if it does well enough, I get those stories at Unique and Dark Horse that are catered towards, like, like people my age. It's like, uh, as most of you know already, I am a big fan of adult animations. And adult animations stuff like Far, Far Space, uh, Final Space, uh, Archer, Lord Dex, um, so on and so on, like maybe not Rick and Morty per se, but like you know other shows out there that are like very adult themed, very adult oriented. Like I love shows like that. I think like they're fun. I think like they're they're very interesting to watch. I think they can be very riveting at times. Also, like I like I know like I'm talking about like a cartoon show, but like, I really do think like a lot of these shows can like can I like, get you in your feels, man? So like, like they they can go very very deep, very in depth, and like. We're gonna talk about the Emmys here pretty soon, and like, and like, there were no nomination for animated shows. I mean, like, that's disappointing. That's like that they should have their own category. But they're disappointed they don't have their own category. So that comes later. Uh, what's next? Loot, starring Maya Rudolph, uh, renewed for a second season on Apple TV. They got five episodes of so a ten episode season already out on Apple, and it's so well they got renewed for a new one. So congrats to them. I haven't seen it. Like, I can't really say much. I, haven't, I have not watched it. I have not seen one episode of the show. Like, not one. I keep telling myself to go watch it. I haven't watched it. I probably should. It seems interesting enough. But, like, you know, maybe later. Uh, Apple TV has, like, a, a way about them. I want. I watched the morning show. The morning show is good. I won't take that away from them. It's a good show. Um... I've seen some parts of Ted Lasso, even though if you listen to the show, I do not speak highly about that show. Simply because, like, it does have, like, a white savior trope attached to it. But you know what? It's what it is. So I get to cut this stuff be. And I get too caught up in a moment. But, um, yeah. I watched Severance. It's interesting. 
Like it's, it's a concept show. It's a concept I really don't care for. To be honest with you, like it, like I, I will say, like like that'll never happen in our time, but it could. <laughs> it could. <laughs> it, it very well could. But it seems kind of pretentious at times. But like so is our world. It's kind of pretentious. So like you know, severance. It's not a bad show. It's just like it. It, it makes me think about things that I don't want to think about at times, and like it takes me out. So. Not that, again, not that, it's not, not that it's not good, just, mm, mm, maybe, maybe give me, like, a, a year, then I'll watch Severance. Maybe if it gets, like, a second season, like, actually airing, then I'll watch Severance. If it gets a second season, if it's just a one-off, eh. It's, like, it's my same rule I have for indie comic books. Like, you know, one-off stories are cool. They got their place. But, um, if I watch a one-off story, and it doesn't do what I want it to do, I'm probably not going to stick around for the rest of it. So, let's just... I'm just, I'm just made that way, I guess. So, uh, Emmys, 22 Emmys Awards. Outstanding Drama, Better Call Saul, Euphoria, Ozarks, Severance, Squid Games, Squid Game, Stranger Things, Secessions, Secession, and Yellow Jackets for Outstanding Drama. You know, you know what I don't see there? I don't see the boys. I don't see Yellowstone. It's disappointing disappointing. Uh, outstanding comedy series. Abbott Elementary, Barry, Curb Enthusiasm, Hacks, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Only Murderers in the Building, Ted Lasso, and What We Do in the Shadows. I don't see any fault with that one, with the comedy. Thing like, you know, again, you know, some animation could be attached to it, but you know, whatever. It's whatever. Next time, I guess. Next year. Next year, I mean, I got my eyes on you. Uh, outstanding lead actress in a comedy series. Richard Borstein, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Cleta Bronson, Bob Bernson, Abbott Elementary, Kaylee Kuko, Flight Attendant, Elle Fanning, The Great, Issa Rae, Insecure, James Smart, Hacks. Outstanding lead actor in a comedy, Danny Gl- Donald Glover, Atlanta, Bill Hader, Barry, Nicholas Hout, The Great, Steve Martin, Only Murders in the Building, Martin Short, Only Murders in the Building, and Jason Sedakis, Ted Lasso. This goes on and on. I don't want to read all this. Oh, we got two more. Let's do two more. Uh, lead actress in a drama series, Jodie Comer, Eve, Lorlenny, Ozarks, Melanie Lindsay, Yellow Jackets, Sandra O, oh, Killing Eve. Reese Willispoon's Morning Show, Zendaya, Euphoria. And lastly, that lead actor in a drama, Jason Bateman, Ozarks, Ryan Cox, Secession, uh, Lee Jun Jai, Squid Games, Bob Odenkirk, Better Call Saul, Adam Scott, Severance, and Jeremy Strong, Secession. That is, like, that's like the running short of it. Like, I'm not going to go in, like, to Best Adaptation, Best Limited Series, Best Sketch Show. Like, I'm not doing all that. Like, you know, I'm, I'm pretty, those, those some people, those things matter. Uh, I'm not doing, like, the, the other awards also. Like, you know, like, the, all like, the Stranger Things and, like, all the Marvel shows getting nominated for. Uh, they have their merit. It's just, you know, I'm not going to talk about them. Like, feel free to talk about them at your disposal. Like, that sounds like a great conversation to have. But uh, it's not one for me to be having. So, like, I'll leave that to you guys. I care more about, like, the shows and, like, the actors. That's where I'm at. I didn't even ask screenplay or directors to this, like, to certain shows. So, like, you know, I'm I'm really, like, narrowing it out right now. So, I'm not trying to be picky. I'm just trying to say. I'm trying to get all into that. So, 
long, a lot longer show than it already is. And like right now, I'm pretty sure like the, the tagline is at 30 minutes. This is way too long of a show. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> I'm so dramatic. Uh, things to watch, things to check out. Thor, Love and Thunder. Uh, the Sea Beast, that is on Netflix. I'm certain about that. That one is on Netflix. Uh, Fire of Love, it's a, it's a natural geographic film about lava. It just looked interesting. I thought, like, uh, it said things like to check out on Metacritic. I was like, you know what? Let's talk about it. Let's put it on the, let's put it on the list. Uh, Monster Hunter Rise, Sunbreak on the Switch. Now, again, I had to bring up Cheesy Controller because they are talking about this game currently. About this one and, like, the... About, about Rise and Sunbreak. They're talking about, apparently, they're two different games. I didn't know that. I thought they were the same game because there's a colon here. So, two different games. A lot of different stats. Similar characters. The boss battle was like, what are you supposed to go at? Uh, I have a Switch. If I see that same game, I always watch gameplay online, if you guys know. MK Ice and Fire. Whoop, whoop. That's my place to go to for all this kind of stuff. So, I will check them out. See if it's worth buying. Uh, according to, to those guys, like it is worth buying. It's worth checking out. It's worth getting like pretty pretty into and apparently <laughs> apparently 20 hours of gameplay is not enough time to decide if you like a game or not i did not know was, those were the standards of a gameplay of knowing if you like a game or not i have no idea because they, they said that inside the show uh i played a game for 20 hours and someone said that's not enough time what uh okay i guess whatever because if i play 20 hours of a game i don't like it i'm done, <laughs> done with that game <laughs> done uh, Maggie Season 2. Uh, I only picked this one because, like, the one lady from, uh, Superstore is a part of the show. And, like, I liked her on that show. And, like, I want to see her in this show. Only reason why I picked this. O- only reason why. It's about, like, a, a fortune teller who sees a future from one of her clients. And, like, she, she want to change her life because, like, she saw her future. It, it's a show about destiny. And, like, to some people, those are, those are cool shows. Like, I guess it'd be alright. I don't know. I don't know, like, she acts like a fortune teller. Like, she actually can't see the future, so there's that. It's on NBC. Take, take it with a grain of salt. Take it with a grain of salt. Uh, Stranger Things, season 4.5. This is a, a seldom farewell to the group of Stranger Things. I know a lot of you out there have been, like, milking this show for a very long time. This has not been my bread and butter, but I am glad that so many of you have gotten some joy out of this show because, like, when you guys get into this show, you get into this show, like, hardcore. So this is a, a bid farewell to this show, uh, the series finale, but there are uh, plays happening, apparently. There are spinoff shows coming up in the future. Apparently, the Upside Down Man it doesn't matter what iteration the Upside Down Man is attached to, he is absolutely terrifying. Or it is terrifying. So, yeah. So make sure you check out the last season of the Stranger Things. Uh, let me know what you think. Uh, you can spoil it. I really don't care. Because, you know, I'm not going to watch it. But by all means, let me know. I'm, like, I'm here for it. <laughs> Only murderers in the building. Uh, season 2 is out. I watched part season 1 with my wife. And it is hilarious. It's a funny show. Uh, it's, it's very Martin Short, Steve Martin kind of jazz. Like it, it's it's a cool beat. It really is. It's a uh, it's a couple of like you know older folks with a, a young friend who just trying to solve solve a mystery. And they're in New York. It's a little wacky. It really is, but it's fun. It's a fun show. Um, comics. <sighs> My favorite part of the show. Absolute favorite part. Moon Knight issue number thirteen. The art is. Uh, Wonder Woman, H number 7, 789. Batgirls, 
issue number eight. Can't believe this, this comic book's still going. I hope it keeps going for a while because it's just it's Stephanie and uh, Cassandra being bad girls, being led by Barbara. Like, how cool is that, right? And like, and Cass is a bad girl again. So is so is Stephanie. They're both bad girls. Like, to hell with spoiler. To hell with orphan bad girls. Love it, love it. So I need to start reading this comic book <laughs> like ASAP. Such such a good. Such a good placement of these characters because this is where they belong as Batgirls. This is where the fans love them the most as Batgirls. This is like how they, they shine the most with Batgirls. And like, like, put them together. Yes. Like, bring Duke. Put Jason in. Switch out like some of the other characters from like the DC comic book universe. Like, some of the other teenage characters that no one talks about. Put them in this comic. Just toss them in there. Who cares? Yes. Yes. Like, where's Captain Boomerang Jr.? Where the hell is he at? Put him inside this comic book. There you go. Power Boy. Where's Power Boy? Like, the Dark Side creation. Put him in there. Put him in there. <laughs> Dark Crisis. Uh, World Without a Justice League. Superman. Issue number one. This cover is incredible. It's like a Batman cover and a Superman cover put together. And it's pretty damn epic. So, make sure you check out this comic. Dark Crisis is uh, going to be like the word on the street for Comic Point. Common Point is coming back with uh, your nerd, Justice and I, and uh, I'm trying to get um, Nerd in the Street for Life to join us on Common Point. Like, she knows too much about comic books to not be on our show to talk about comics. Like, she knows way too much. Too much. She wasting, she wasting that talent and not being a part of FTO. So we're going to try to get her a part of FTO to talk about comic books and like, just have a good old time. Because, like, that, that Battle Royale was so much fun, we got we to gotta bring her back. Uh, Spider-Punk, issue number three from Marvel. Uh, Barbaric the Harvest Blades. I don't know who made this comic book. That's not good. I think it's Vault. Vault Comics? Uh, that comic book company? Whew. Alright, well, that's <laughs> issue number one. <laughs> I'm not really selling this, am I? <laughs> uh, and Milestone Connors Blood Syndicate Season 1, issue number three. That's a lot of words. That's cool, though. I mean, minus guns. But Blood Syndicate's always been about guns, so... You know, you like guns and superpowers. Check this out. It's awesome. It's a DC attachment. The funny thing about this comic book when I was looking it up, uh, since it had so many guns on the front of it, they did not show the cover. They showed a DC logo, which I thought was hilarious. I mean, why not they show the milestone logo? I guess because it's a DC imprint? I don't know. It doesn't matter, though. But DreamCon is coming also. Got, like, DreamCon banners and some of my Rolodex and stuff. Uh, Senpai Shi... Clutch Boy Wonder, Crazy the Great, and Midnight Comics are going to be at DreamCon. So if you're in Texas, the eSports Stadium, Arlington, and the Sheridan Arlington Hotel. That's where it's going to be. So if you're in Texas, if you can find tickets to DreamCon, you can listen to the radio station. Hey, we are selling, we are giving away free DreamCon tickets right now for July 15th to the 17th. Make sure you're the 21st caller to come out and get your DreamCon tickets right now. It is one of the primo comic book conventions that is happening right now on the Texas. Make sure you do dial that number, 188-254-3621 to get your DreamCon tickets. That is my radio voice in that. <laughs> I'm gonna hear some crap about that. Someone's gonna DM me talking about that radio voice. Hey man, that radio voice is pretty good. Hey, I appreciate it. Uh, any, anyways, I'm trying to do like this this Twitter exclusive weekly roundup where I talk about like you know like one or two stories, go a little bit deep with it, get like a get like a lower voice, and talk about TV shows and movies and 
that kind of stuff that we do throughout the week. Like, hey, you guys see that Young Justice season finale? We should probably talk about it. Let's wrap. What do you think about that Superboy? He's pretty cool, right? Yeah. So do stuff like that. You know what I mean? And like <laughs> that that Thor God and Thunder, Love and Thunder. It was something else. No, you didn't like it. I loved it. So you know stuff like that. The good old good. The good good. <laughs> just just rap about it exclusively on Twitter. Like it'll be live. It'll, I'm gonna set it to record so you can listen to it whenever you want to listen to it. But like, I don't want to put it on the podcast. Like one, I'll have like that to go and save everything from my Twitter and then put it on my my computer. And I don't like touching my computer because it's just a hassle. Like something just happened today. Like I'm trying to get Adobe on there. And I'm using, like, the Adobe to someone else's account. So all their pictures are on my computer now. Because like, they have a cloud that's attached to that. And that cloud's attached to my computer now. So, you know, it's infuriating to see, like, someone else's photograph on my computer. And I can't get it off unless I delete all the pictures. But what, what if I delete these pictures and delete them from their cloud? I don't need that in my life. You know what I mean? So, ha! Huh, it's like a whole thing. With touching that, that, that computer is a trap. Period. It's a trap. So, Yeah. That's a, that's a that's a word on the street right now. But that's the whole show. I, I don't want to call this like this show about Emmys because I don't really talk about the Emmys. Maybe it's like it would be TV, 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 TV shows. Like nothing but TV shows. A lot of TV shows. TV shows ahoy. I don't know. Something like that. <laughs> something like that. <laughs> Maybe I'll play like the episode number in front of it. Who knows? Uh, I hope you guys are doing well. Mm, not much of a rant at the end of this one like I did last time. Like, uh, the world is still on fire. Like, I can't deny about that. You know what? We can go to Fukunami. See what Fukunami's been talking about for a week. That's what we did last time, right? Hey, Fuk, what are you doing? What's going on in your world? Tell us about the gaming news. Because, you know, we need to know. Uh, let's see. Valkyrie Elysium has a release date, September 29th. Did we talk about that one last time? I'm not sure. We could have. Oh, uh, I know that Eric Fukunami went to the East Coast Gaming Expo. So, that was something. He met up with, um, John Dunton Bell of, um, Superman. I'm saying of, when I should just say, like, you know, Jonathan Bell. I'm not sure why I'm putting the of on there. Seems kind of, yeah. But you know what I mean. Jonathan Bell, Superman. The Seattle Superman. That's what he calls himself. That's it. Way off with all of that for a while. Bayonetta 3 is being released October 28th for Nintendo Switch. Is that a good thing? Like, I know, like, fans love Bayonetta. But, like, is that, is that, is that a good thing? I'm, like, I'm really curious. Like, I'm not sure, like, he's making it, like, a news article. So, like, so is that, is that a positive? I don't know. Gaming is just so fickle for me. So, this is why I need, this is why I need Anton. But tell me about this kind of like, like, do people like Bayonetta? Like, is Bayonetta like, like still like a, a cool, I see like the cosplayers go crazy about it. Like, you know, TikTok still making a thing out of it. But like, like, it's like the game itself still like really like it's hyped up as, this is like the, the Metroid Prime and uh, Mega Man conversation we had last week with myself, mind you. And, uh, I don't know. Like, I, again, I, I see people talk about Bayonetta. The same way I see people talk about Mario and, and Link and all these other characters that we all know about. But like, like, I'm not sure, like, if, like, the hype is still strong enough, like, for Bayonetta to sell. Or this is, like, a testing thing. Like, how well is it doing a Switch? Is this worth bringing back out? Can we make money from this Switch game to put towards a new Bayonetta game? Like, is that what's going on? Or are they 
just hyping us up for new Bayonetta games already coming out. <sighs> gaming, <laughs> gaming business is so much different than like than TV show and movie business and even comic book business for that matter. It is it is infuriating because like they mess with you. I just saw this one thing that um, Fukunami posted a story about a BMW that had like certain feature to it that you can't use unless you like unless you pay microtransactions. Are you serious? microtransaction for a BMW. Get, get out of here. Are you, what? I got like, like, a, a lots of achievement for my car? No. Not happening. Huh. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> the world is fun. Capitalism is a great thing, right? That's sarcasm. That's pure, purely sarcasm. I hope you guys are doing well. It is, um, the middle of July. Essentially. Yeah. The 15th, 14th, middle of July. Um, Fall is coming up soon. Jeez. Wow. COVID is rising. So if you're not wearing your mask, make sure you get boosted. Like, seriously. This is me telling you. This is me just saying very sternly. You need to get boosted. Like, because, like, it's going to hit hard. Like, hard in the last year. If you got COVID last year, you remember what it was like? How, like, you feel like you were dying? Your chest was burning inside of you? It's going to be worse this year. So, not trying to scare you. Just trying to let you let you know, give you like a little a, a harmful reminder that like this may happen to you, and you should definitely be weary and get yourself boosted, please, please. If you listen to my show, I, I care about like your your well being, so I'm not trying to be a superhero, but you know, Kelly got for you, because you know if I don't, who will? I mean, Captain America probably or Superman, but who else, right? Any, anyways. God, I'm such a fucking nerd. There's a curse word for the day. Ah! <laughs> Until next time, guys. You take it easy. Hey, guys. D here of FTL Nerd Talk. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Make sure you like, subscribe, follow, tell your friends about FTL Nerd Talk. Got a lot of different shows for all of you. Make sure you tune in every week for a brand new episode. Take it easy.